everybody. This is Cole. I'm voicing Leighton and his best friend Claude. Thank you so much for joining us for episode two of The Heroes Die. I hope you enjoyed session zero, getting an idea of what our table is like, who we are, our characters. Uh, I have a few of my friends on the listening train at this point, and I bet that if you pointed out to a few of yours, they'll join us as well. Word of mouth, honestly, is our best ally in trying to share this with folks. So we really hope that you'll spread the word and rate us and review us wherever you find your podcasts. This episode, we're really going to get into our circus together. And those mechanics are actually a little bit different than Pathfinder 2E's core mechanics. If you want to learn more about them, you can find them on our Instagram. All of our social handles are in the show notes, which you can check after you enjoy this episode, I hope. Dropping into the circus puts us right into the muck and the mud, which is where I think we are at some of our best and at times our worst with a bevy of OSHA violations that gave the former production manager in me some real cold chills. I fought through those and loved making this. I hope you love listening to it just as much. Enjoy episode two of The Heroes Die. Yeah, that's right. We like to play. That's right. Yeah. We like to play. Good. That's what we that, call that it. That game that we all decided we liked. Yeah, yeah. We all decided we liked it. Yeah. Our guys are not there. Yeah. Yeah, There's no pressure at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you all know, you are part of a circus called the Circus of Wayward Wonders. About a year ago, you left another circus, Mistress Dustlight's Celestial Menagerie. Set out on your own to create a new circus with a new ethos. Your leader was Myron Thunder Stendhal, and you guys have put together quite the show. You've tried a few acts out in front of uh, groups of people in small towns and villages, but this is the first and largest show that you have put together in the town of Aberton on the Isle of Arran. Today is the day of the big show. You guys are going through your warm-ups. Three of you have tricks prepared. So let's hear what Eugene is doing before his first big show. So Eugene's got a trick up his sleeve that he's been working on for the last three or four months. I don't want to say too much about it right now, but let's just say that he's stretching, getting loose, putting himself in the, in the zone, and he's having kind of a heart-to-heart with a particular middle-aged bear in the circus who goes by the name of Oscar. Excellent. Uh, what is the professor doing? So the professor is in his uh, his little uh, wagon dressing room, cir- old-style circus uh, wagon dressing room, uh, you know, pacing back and forth tugging at his beard, nervously going over his routine. Uh, yes, yes, I remind him of this. Oh, don't forget that, Vida, you know. You haven't been out there in quite a time. Oh, and then, and then, poof! Oh, dear me, that didn't work, did it? Oh, yes, well, uh, well, just have to trust that we've done the homework and throw it over our shoulder when we walk out there. <laughs> uh, and Andruk, what is Andruk doing? Yeah, Druk is in the um, main tent with a small little like like side table with a glass, like a, a old fashioned glass on top of it. And he's looking up into the top of the, like into the rafters, moving the table a little bit, looking again, moving the table a little bit, looking again. It's completely incomprehensible what exactly he's looking for, but it keeps on moving the fucking table, trying to get it just <laughs> right. I refer everyone to roll 20. Yeah, see, I don't know what that is as a listener. What is Roll20, Sam? Roll20 is a digital tabletop. Instead of playing all together, we're playing online. Wonderful technology. And we have a map that I purchased in Roll20's marketplace. Sam, this is a stupid question, I know, but I assume we're allowed to swear. Roll20.net. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'm fucking right out. <laughs> I can't watch my language. I, I, was gonna say, Holy shit. I don't care what Sam's fucking answer is because I'm going to. <laughs> yes. Swearing. Absolutely. Okay. The entrance to the circus is going to be up here to the north in the center. You are mm-hmm. all in the backstage area, which is defined right here. That is where the events that we just discussed are taking place. To the to the west? To the south. To the south. Gotcha. Oh, yes, behind uh, the curtain. Sam, yes. we can't see your pings right now. Neither can the listener. We'll describe it. There's a blue and yellow curtain adorning the southern face of the tent. It's in a trapezoidal shape, but with an arcade bottom. Carts, crates, grates, they litter the floor. Beyond, there are three rings, for this is a circus, and that is traditional. So up north is, is going to be the entrance to the tent. All That's right. where all of the crowds are coming in. That is where we zoom in on Leighton, who is calling to passersby, getting them amped up for the show that is forthcoming. Leighton makes his way up. He leans back against clouds, Claude's flank. He dusts off his eyeglasses. He looks to Claude and he says, Well, buddy, it's been a long road. Let's see who we can get on in. Good townspeople! Welcome us, the Circus of Wayward Wonders, to your humble prairie green, for we are here to bring the wonders of the widest world of Galarian to your very doorstep. When you step through that flap, you no longer inhabit... Your humble abode, you are instead transported to all of the locales, all of the many planes of the worlds beyond the one that you understand. For only through the amazement of the Circus of Wayward Wonders can such things be seen, accessed, and understood. Please come in, come in, madam, sir, my friend, my child. Enter, and you shall be entertained. Eugene hears this. He comes out from backstage. Kind of like looks around and he leans over into Leighton's ear. He gets real close and he's like, Hey, bud, don't forget to hype my act. And right when he does that, he palms him a big fat portobello mushroom cap and just hits, hands it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just walks away and he does the little eye gesture like this fingers, eyes, finger, eyes. Leighton takes the portobello cap, looks down at it, still doing his patter this whole time, looks back, nods surreptitiously, pushes his glasses further back on his nose, breaks the cap in half, hands it up to Claude, who is a towering Clydesdale. Um, The tongue envelops that half of the portobello, and Leighton says, Hey, you there, tell me. Have you ever seen a man who could bench press this horse? Well, you won't see it tonight, for his <laughs> warm-ups are over, and you'll see instead his main event. Bah, 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 bah. I'm the carnival barker. <laughs> <laughs> this voice will change eleven times. Eventually, I'll be Statwolf, Statwolf, Waldorf, and Statler. Waldorf, young glove. Yeah, kind of makes you sick, doesn't it? Oh, Disney's gonna have our ass. <laughs> yeah. So Layton is out front, ushering in the last of the audience members, and it is a full house. And this is the first time you have seen the circus tent 
full and you can feel the energy back behind those curtains. The three of you who are preparing for your act, it is palpable. In the midst of all of your pre-show ministrations, something catches your eye and you hear a muted scream as Ava Kanbali, one of the Featherfall Five, has her face in her hands and is looking at something on the ground. Cut to Leighton out front, ushering in the last of the people, closing the tent. As he ducks inside, the lights are beginning to dim. He makes his way around the back of the tent, behind the risers, when all of a sudden, walking up to him, is Axel, a relatively green performer who hasn't seen an audience yet. He meets you halfway, and he looks rattled. Come, come, come with, come, come with me. Come, 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 come with me. Um, and he hustles you backstage, where you see a group of people clustered around something on the ground. And as you approach, he's dead, is what you hear, just as you glimpse Myron Thunder Stendhal's face, contorted in a pale rictus of pain. Sheldon, the person who pronounced him dead. What? He's the medic of your group. Duke, one of the circus elders, covers Myron with a silk performing cloak. Now, Duke is tall, but he's stooped, somewhat frail looking. And as he rises, with his eyes bright with tears unshed, his manner remains firm. And he looks at the shell-shocked performers all around him and says, Well, what are you all standing around for? Have you seen that crowd? We haven't ever had the tent packed this full. There is a show, and we have to find a way to do it. So finish your makeup, get into your costumes, and send in the clowns. <laughs> and the clown troop goes bouncing out <laughs> through the curtain. Not the clouds, not the clouds. <laughs> Braveheart moment. The most <laughs> Chicago storefront theater thing I've ever heard in my life. The artistic director <laughs> dies and the oldest dude in the room just goes, eh, fuck it, we'll figure it out, you wusses. We've got a $150 stipend to perform for, guys, come on. <laughs> there are oh. 11 people out there. <laughs> and we've got a three-hour one-act. Let's do this thing. <laughs> now, to be clear, the du Duke is someone that you all know, someone you all trust, and someone you all respect. And you know that if this show doesn't happen, this circus could be done before it ever starts. The money's gone. If this show doesn't happen, if you don't create this spectacle today, there's a good chance that people aren't eating in the next couple of days, that this whole thing could dissolve. As the performers mill about, Duke comes up to you and he says, We need to put on the show. It has to happen. Now, Myron, Myron always waited until the last minute to name the order of the acts, but nobody knows what he wanted to do. You all need to take the reins. We need to get this show on. The clowns can only be out there for a few more minutes. What are you going to do? <laughs> just picturing whatever the, doing good. Not I'm sorry, I'm just picturing whatever it is the clowns are doing out there. But all of them are also just sobbing. Crying. <laughs> Real tears. Just and overall, the clowns are just bouncing around in the background. <laughs> 
Mommy, these clowns are making me examine the human condition. Don't don't worry about the clowns. They're doing the flower bit. There's six of them out there with five bouquets of flowers. And they're just chasing around the person who doesn't have one trying to give it to them. But that's our most powerful clown act. What will we do if anything else goes wrong? That's why they're leading with it. Myron is dead, you fool. You know how the show is structured. And he explains to you, that there are four acts. The first act has one act, it's or one trick. It's the opener. Then there's the buildup. It has two tricks. There's the big performance, the big number. It's one trick. And then it ends with the finale, which is three tricks. You still have access to send in the clowns once during each act. The mechanics of that we'll discuss when we get there. But it is up to you all to decide show order. Boy, that's that circus nostalgia tugging at me right there. I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rudy. Were you in a circus? Yeah, excuse me? Oh, yeah. You didn't think that was a relevant piece of information to share with the rest of us prior to no, the I've never been in a circus, a circus Cole. Campaign. Are you out of your mind? I have no <laughs> talents for the circus. <laughs> <laughs> like the least dexterous person on the planet. Like, hey, having seen you act in a variety of dramas. I just think that we're all forgetting that Rudy is obsessed with the insane clown posse. And That's a carnival, seems... not a circus. <laughs> Go on. Over the definitional differences. I'm listening. Um, well, anyway, okay. So it's up to us. Hmm. And then Duke says, you guys need to figure... So Duke has a grabber. He's down right on top there of There is Myron. poison in the water. No one drink any of it. <laughs> Yeah, and the oldest people in the show are fucking dying left and right, you guys. Figure this out or the circus could be no more. Oh, the professor's on the wrong end of 50. He's getting nervous. Oh, yeah. Dear me, dear me. We must hide these bodies first. They should be the first disappearing act. <laughs> all right, well, I think Eugene's going to get up in front of everybody and be like, all right, well, I got to go talk Oscar off a cliff right now. Is <laughs> Really? How far am I going to get? Okay, fine. I got to go talk Oscar off the cliff right now. (laughs) He is extremely close to thunder. But we're going to be ready whenever. First act, last act. It makes no difference to Oscar and I. And then Eugene's going to walk towards the animals. Andruk, the professor sidles up uh, to him and tugs at his uh, shirt sleeves. Don't you have some sort of uh, medical kit to attend to these gentlemen? Uh, Duke, Duke is alive. Duke is definitely alive. He did, he did not have a heart attack. Myron is Duke, definitely oh, dead. Oh, I saved his life. <laughs> One of the two of you should take over. Get on stage. I, I, I can run the backstage. Sven, you make sure nothing else goes wrong. And then we'll just get rolling through. We'll get rolling through the axe and it's all going to be fine. Claude has our backs, okay? Okay, and as a reminder, so there's three of you guys who have acts and then there are the Flamboni sisters who do a juggling act, the Featherfall Five, which is High Wire and Trapeze. There is Mordain the Magician who will escape from chains in a dunk tank. There are the Dwarven Throwers. There's Axel's Amazing Aviary and then there is Elysia and Mr. Tickles, who is an anaconda. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'd like to have a conversation with the front desk about why we needed to hire two magicians at this circus, but in due, in due time, in due time. 
Well, the front desk is dead. Oh, yes, that's correct. I suppose I can set up for the uh, for the act uh, while Eugene uh, goes and consoles Oscar, and uh, and uh, while uh, Andrew uh, prepares his props. Okay, the the professor is going to be taking the first act. You're going to be the opener. Oh dear me! Uh, when you put it like that, Game Master, that makes me shake in my furry feet. But as Mother uh, Veritas used to say, onwards and upwards. All right. Excellent. So you are going to be the first act. Everything that you need is already set up. So it just needs to be pushed out onto stage if there's any kind of a set. And all of your lighting cues are already known. Make sure my cufflinks are polished. (laughs) The clowns burst through to backstage. The number of flower bouquets that they have has multiplied. They're all carrying armfuls and armfuls of flowers. And then they go uh, immediately to their clown corner and sit quietly. <laughs> go to your clown <clears throat> corner. Oh, no one says that to them. They, they, do it, uh, they do it automatically. They sit down, their eyes roll back into their heads, and their bodies go limp until they are needed again. <laughs> yes, just like a real circus. Uh, Rudy's the authority on clowns in this group. Oh, those are just carnival clowns. <laughs> Rudy, what does it look like when the professor goes out to center those stage? Those are just rapping clowns from Detroit. The professor stumbles out onto the stage and... Uh, uh, I'm imagining the um, roustabout up in the wings of the tent flashes the uh, the candle on a mirror candlelight being amplified by the mirror and uh, and a blast like that sort of spotlight onto him and the professor's just kind of like ah this is a big deal for him you know this is his first time being able to perform on the main stage so he's really sh- kind of shaking in his in his little west coat and and uh, checkered suit. And uh, says, gentle people. And he looks to his right. And at the other end of the stage is a simple scarecrow. A simple scarecrow. Its head is empty. It does not dream. It does not wish. It does not wonder. Unlike your friend, Professor Vide Veritas. Uh, watch out, son. Step back from the stage. You might catch your fingers. <laughs> I, who insisted, nay, demanded to know the secrets of this wide world of Galarian which we all inhabit, set out as a young halfling from the fair city of Absalon into the world to seek my fortunes. As you can see, I didn't find them. But what I did find was that there are many mysteries and strange knowledge that not all of us should have. In fact, when one is traipsing about the sands of Osirian beneath the pyramids, stumbling upon the sarcophagi of the great old ones, one should not always read every inscription that one comes across. One should not always poke at the great bear of mystery. Sometimes it is better to be an empty-headed scarecrow, completely innocent, of the darkest secrets that exist in this world. (laughs) And remember, especially you, my young adventurous friend, that if one plays with divine fire, one is sure to get burnt. All right. So the blowtorches the scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then the the professor self-immolates and it's over. (laughs) 
<laughs> so as you yeah, I, I just want for the listening audience at home morgan did an incredible tony collette face right there. <laughs> <laughs> we've all seen hereditary yeah all right so the professor then looks straight at the scarecrow and to the audience he looks like he's fully poised and fully controlled but in his head he's so nervous about this trick and he at which point you hear from the audience He's going to fuck it up. I, I'll bet you that he fucks it up. He's not going to... Wait, he's been too Syrian? I don't think so. This guy hasn't been anywhere. He's too short. This guy hasn't done shit. Absolutely not. You can't... Am I right? Uh, Who's right? Who's right? I bet you five, <laughs> five gold pieces. That you, I don't have five gold pieces. I bet you five silver pieces. That this guy messes it up. Shh, 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 don't distract him. Let him mess it up on his own. Beads of sweat are pouring down the from under the brim of the professor's hat. Look at him, he's the, getting wetter. He's getting a lot wetter. This guy's he's getting <laughs> wetter. He's this guy's gonna fuck it up. He's gonna fuck it up. <laughs> is he always that wet? No, I, I can't not, remember. Is he always wet. that wet? I'm getting I, nervous. Oh no. Sven, help him. Sven! Yes, I know. I was waiting for him to shut up with the heckling to in order to intercede here. He never I'm going does. to get out here. Sven? Spend, please, spend. He says out of the corner of his uh, gritted teeth, the professor. So, so spend. you see over on the northwestern riser, you see three people look like they've had a couple drinks and are just being uproarious, just pointing at the professor, just like, get in the underwear. And even when they can't, they're not doing stuff that they're projecting out to the whole group. They're making a lot of noise over there. What does Sven do in situations like this? I take out my gaff and I threaten them physically. Uh, I'm going to step uh, right up in front of them and uh, using the gaff gesture, the three of them. Uh, you drunkards, they cut it out with that, please. Thank you. And he's like, oh, look who it is. Look who it is. It's the guy with the big lump in his jacket. What a loser. I bet he can't do anything either. I bet you five silverlings that he can't do shit. Oh, look I will take coming. that bet. And he's gonna start stepping closer and closer. Okie dokie. As you get closer and closer, what are you? What are you doing? I'm brandishing the the gaff. Are you saying anything? No. I have said my piece that I want them to leave now. Yeah. What did you What did you say? I said you will stop that now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they keep back talking. They keep talking shit. Uh, do you want to give me an intimidation check or something like that? Yeah. Uh, just knocking the fucking gaff against the ground as he approaches him. Actually, I can get I can get a diplomacy check to request that they leave, but an intimidate check actually takes a little bit too much time in conversation right now to to demoralize. So unless there's a feat tree. So it's a DC twenty diplomacy check to request that they leave. Well, this is going to be impossible. Looks like physical violence is the route. What, so do you, do you, what do you want to yeah, roll? Yes, we'll try it if I roll perfectly. Nope. What was it? It was a 12. I've got a score, an ability score of zero. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're like, we're not going to leave. We paid for our tickets, you, 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 you jerk. And we're trying to make our money back. We're making some bets here. Making some good bets on the fact that you're just going to go backstage because you work for the circus. You work, you said you work for the circus. You're not going to do anything about this. Now, please get out of the way so we can watch the tiny magician fuck this up. Um, I think Cole has a question. Can, yeah. can Leighton be noticing this? Yes. Leighton scurries 
bumping knees as he goes like, pardon me, I'm sorry, excuse me. No, I understand. Yes, I'll be, give me one moment. And ends up sort of like under Sven's armpit and looks Mm -hmm. up and says, Sven, are they being difficult? Yes, they're being very rude to the professor. He's trying his best, but look at him now. He's sick. Yes, he is. (laughs) (laughs) He is wetter than we've ever seen him before. And that's coming from me. The man is wet. Gentlemen, you have to understand, if you don't depart when my friend asks you to, you'll have to depart when my friend makes you. And if you depart when my friend makes you, well, then I'm going to have to talk to the powers that be in this town and explain to them why he was forced to make you leave our establishment. And beyond the fact that that's going to be terribly embarrassing for you in this tiny, tiny hamlet that you call a town, you're also probably going to have several concussions. And I don't think any of us want that. So why don't you shut up or get the fuck out? Okay. Is that an intim- that sounds like an intimidate check. I, I think it's diplomacy. If, if you said it at diplomacy and we didn't have time for intimidate, I, I, I think okay. that this is just his, his, his one thing that he's like brash about. It's okay. like, if somebody else is the muscle. Yeah. Hit him, hit him with that diplomacy check. Right. And I have group impression so I can hit this whole crew. And that's going to be a 16. That's a 16. They look at you. They look at each other. And then as one. Roll for initiative. Oh, damn me. Roll for initiative, you said? Roll for initiative, baby. Cowabunga it is. Oscar, eat them. All of us are just uh, Ben and Cole. Just Ben and Cole. Boop, boop, be doop, boop. Sam, what's our skill? Uh, Perception. Oh man, you got the fancy pro tokens out here, didn't you, brother? I made those. They're very nice. Well done. Thank you. I found a website where you can make them. If they ever sponsor us, maybe we'll mention them by name. Unfortunately, they have no idea who they are right now. I've got to send some emails. <laughs> we might be as good to them as we are to the Roll20 folks. <laughs> Yeah, emails. That's the idea. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll send him a few emails. Maybe a chain email. Yeah. Or yeah. this, or a curse upon your family. A good yeah, virus. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Oh boy, my uh, GM dice are rolling. Dog shit. You guys in? Sven? Uh, no, no, not in yet. There I am. Alrighty. Here we go. Oh, oh. Is anyone else mad that Charles Martinet is not solely voicing Mario in this new Super Mario Brothers movie? I've been thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it seems weird day. if he's still alive. Like, just use him. He still does the voices. Like, like yeah. he's he does 90% of those Mushroom Kingdom voices. Yeah. But no, Chris Pratt. Sorry, I don't see a vowel at the end of his name. Uh, pretty sure Chris isn't an Italian. <laughs> More appropriation. Yeah. The most objectionable thing about Chris Pratt is that he isn't Italian. <laughs> Not any of the opinions he holds about the world. <laughs> okay, so Leighton, you're leading this off. Okay. Disney's going to be <laughs> Bob Hoskins was an acceptable Mario. Bob Hoskins was an acceptable Mario. He hated his life making that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> Leighton is going to sort of shake his head a little ruefully, look at Sven and say, you know, it just wasn't our day, big fella. It just wasn't our day. And then is going to tap him and cast Forbidding Ward. Um, And so a small cyclone forms in Leighton's hand and he like presses it against Sven's chest 
and the air hardens and coalesces in front of him. And so, Ben, if you get attacked by the dude in, I'm going to say the dude in the middle, you get a plus one to your AC against him specifically. Okay, awesome. That is two actions for Leighton, and his last action, he is going to... Yeah, he is going to go try and get some help. I th- mm, no, he's not. He is just going to step behind Sven. All righty, Leighton moves behind Sven after getting a nice little buff to the AC. Sven, you're up. You're feeling good. You've got a buff to your AC. What's going on now? Uh, Sven steps up right to the one in the middle and uh, wielding his gaff moves to trip him. He's sitting down. Pull his... Good, I'll pull him right off the seat. All right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, All right. So you're giving an athletics check to pull him off the seat. Yes. One second. Uh, That'll be a 20. A 20? Absolutely. And Ben, what are the mechanics for tripping? Uh, All right, folks. This is going to be really interesting. Uh, I I can try to knock a creature to the ground. Attempt an athletics check against the target's reflex DC. And is that, is that success or critical success, Sam? Because that's going to depend on what happened. Absolutely. That's a really good question, Ben. A critical success means you exceed the DC by 10, which would mean that their reflex DC would have to be 10. Their reflex DC is higher than 10. It is lower than 20. This is a success, but not a critical success. Well, that's interesting you say that. In that case, this target falls and lands prone. Alrighty, so we're going to give this dude... A nice little button here of a cyclone. Actually, we're going to get that, whatever. Next time we'll use that for somebody else. Alrighty, so that one has fallen. That is your first action. It is an attack action, despite being using the acrobatic skill, or uh, sorry, the athletic skill. What are you going to do next? Uh, then looking to the one to his left there uh, and having some space, he's going to take a swing at, at, at the guy to his left. Uh, and the gaff has reach, so he's uh, he's going to try to clock him one. But he's going to do it non-lethal. He's not looking to actually kill this guy, because uh, there's already a lot of death outside the tent. We don't need it inside the tent. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're swinging to hit non-lethally. That means that any damage that you do equals their total number of hit points. They will be rendered unconscious as opposed to dirt. Very good. And do you take a penalty this attack? I do, uh, but uh, they'll still bring me to an 18. An 18 with a minus five penalty. Goodness gracious, we have a fighter on our hands. Is it minus five or minus two? I thought you said it was just minus two. It's The attack is minus two, but because it is your second attack of this action set. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's minus seven. Yeah, I guess it's not really using double slicing that way either then. Okay. Mm-mm. All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Is it is it technically an attack with tripping? Yes. Okay. Cool. In that uh, yeah. Okay. In that case, so if it's a twelve minus if it a minus five, yeah. Okay. No, it, that'll probably not hit. What is it? It's a thirteen then. Yeah. Uh, thirteen is a miss. Blast. <laughs> no, a thirteen <laughs> is a hit. A thirteen is a hit. Oh, very good. These guys suck. Rock this drunk idiot. <laughs> What does this look like, Ben? What does it look like? This is the first time we've seen Sven fight. Talk to us about what it looks like. It looks a lot like a guy swinging a stick at another drunk guy's head. So he's going to really cock back with it and then uh, have a good follow-through. He's not looking to pull anything here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I imagine that he hooks him by the ankle, twists to catch it, pulls the first guy off of the seat, 
unhooks, comes up with the side of basically a cane, right? That's what the end of the gaff looks like? Uh, yes. But instead of uh, if you hitting with the sharp end or one of the pointy sides, he just cracks him by uh, upside the head. Uh, for seven points of non-lethal damage. Seven points of non-lethal damage. Nice. <laughs> that, that is nice indeed. That guy is looking dazed. Not mechanically, just colloquially. Next up, the Aberton ruffian, ruffian looks at you <clears throat> from the ground. Goes, that was the last mistake you're ever going to make, idiot. And he draws his dagger in the same motion, in the same motion as he speaks, and then is going to attempt to demoralize you with an intimidation. He is trying to cut my pecker off. <laughs> <laughs> He might be trying to cut your pecker off. Uh, that is a 22 to demoralize. Jesus. Is that just against my AC or is that going to be against a different figure? That's a good question. This kind of a check is going to go against your will DC, which is going to be 10 plus your will save. Okay. That's going to be a 14. A 14. He is going to demoralize you. So as you look down and see this guy, apparently unbothered by being knocked to the floor, grab his dagger and maybe go for your private parts. You are frightened one, which means that you are going to take a minus one penalty to everything, including your AC. Uh, that is his first action. His second action, he's going to stand up. And his, with his third action, he is going to swing out with the butt of his dagger at you. That is going to be a seven to hit. Uh, that'll miss. That is a miss. Is it a critical miss? What's your AC? Uh, 17 currently. 17, Ooh, that is a critical, critical miss. miss. So he is going to uh, swing back around and land right on his... No, he's not going to fall prone. He's going to miss so badly that you are no longer frightened or intimidated. That is going to be the right. Who is the idiot now? Look at you twirling about. <laughs> <laughs> so this one up north, immediately to his friend's left, he is going to stand up, step forward, and he's going to try to take a big old swing at Sven. That is a move, a move, and now an attack. The attack is coming at you. That is going to be, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That will hit. That is going to be five points of non-lethal damage. Five points of non-lethal damage. Next up, we have the Aberton Ruffian, and you are taking... Yeah, that is uh, that is going to be a hit no matter what. And remember, Ben, that you have that plus one only against the guy in the center, actually. Only against the guy in the center. That's right. The third Aberton Ruffian, the one to the uh, south and west of his compatriots, is going to stand as a move action. He's going to step forward to spend... Oh, no, he is not. He is going to stand up, and he is going to run away because he got his fucking bell rung. I cannot wait to chase and murder him. Let no secrets leave the taint. They've seen what we can do. I understand. The professor aims his fire at the audience. I apologize, folks, but be done. Uh, that brings us to the top of round two. Leighton, you're up. Yeah. Uh, what what hit Sven? You said it was non-lethal. What did the guy hit him with? Fist. Fist. 
Okay. Leighton uh, is going to... Oh, boy, Leighton really just helps people or kills people. Let me tell you, there's not a lot of in-between for this little fella. Um, Leighton is going to run up to stand next to Sven and say, We asked you politely, now go! And he goes to grab this guy. Um, but as he does, all of the, like water and dampness runs down his arms into his hands and he realizes too late that in his anger he has channeled the power of his mystery and as he grabs this guy the water like comes out of his fingertips slams into the guy's chest and starts to freeze in place over him Sam I'm gonna need a fortitude save from the gentleman on my right. Fortitude save from the gentleman. Uh, yeah, the gentleman just to the north and west of here. All right, that is a nine, a nine from the fortitude save. Uh, that's certainly not going to do it for him. Um, that is not a critical failure though, but he's gonna get hurt. Nice. So that is gonna be four points of bludgeoning and one point of cold damage and that individual takes a minus 10 foot circumstance penalty to all of its speeds until the end of my next turn as Tempest Touch comes pouring out, slams into him, um, and then shocked and a little disturbed, Leighton will use his last action to kind of stumble backwards and say, oh, no, that's not, that's not what I meant to do, but you do need to leave and you can't keep doing things like this or you're going to get hurt. Yeah, and you look at him, and his eyes are horrified. And as Leighton stumbles back, he starts to look around, and the people saw the lethal damage happen. They saw the freezing. They saw the cuts form as the ice shards, is what I'm imagining, shot into him and then retracted. And they are looking horrified as well. That is Leighton's turn. That is right. He'll kill you all if you don't leave this tent. (laughs) No, no. Sven, it is your turn. Um, However, he does, as he's stumbling back and people are seeing all of that, there is all of a sudden, like, wind picking up under the poncho that he wears and, like, ruffling the brim of his straw traveler's cap. And he's trying to, like, grab things and pin them to his body so that it's not obvious. Sven, what do you do? Uh, Sven is going to turn his attention towards the the dude who took a knife out at him. Uh, and he's going to try to hit his arm to uh, to disarm him with it. Uh, we can just count this non-lethal damage. Mm-hmm. Unless I can't actually, like, crit and knock it out of his hand. Uh, then I'll kill him. Yeah. Once disarmed, <laughs> murder. <laughs> Straight the throat. <laughs> well, I tried. Oh, no. Uh, that will that will likely not hit. Let's see. That's going to be uh, a 10. A 10 is a miss. <clears throat> Yes. So yeah, uh, you may be a little startled by the damage that the person immediately to your north took. So you come in with the with the end of the gaff, trying to knock this dagger out of his hand, trying to be too specific, and you miss completely. Then it is his turn. I only get the one action. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Never. Uh, and then Excuse turning me. to the other, uh, he wants to also sit his ass down too. So he's going to try to trip him as well. That, yeah. That guy. That guy looks horrified, Ben. If you want to give, like, he looks. He looks. Like he is trying to Good, get let's make him look horrified and not on the floor. All right. <laughs> uh, that will be a 20. That is a 20 with the penalties? A 19, sorry. No, that's right. He's not demoralized. So yeah, just 20. Um, but you do take the minus five because this is a second attack roll. 
Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, so 15 then. 15 against his reflex DC hits it exactly. Woo! Yeah. Get it, Sven. Get it. Everyone sits down my tent. So he is uh, down on his butt. It is the other ruffian's turn. He, seeing the damage that his friend just took, is going to knife up with his dagger, trying to cut Sven. That is going to be 23 to hit. Uh-oh, yep. This is also still the most Chicago Stormfront Theater thing. Get the cast fist fights the audience. members. Fuck you, Death Committee. You will like our art. Set <laughs> <laughs> the fuck down and enjoy you it. Respect the heroes on stage. Someone's out front doing a monologue while two actors are backstage, five feet away, screaming at each other. <laughs> My girlfriend wrote this show. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Spend. Uh, that is going to be max damage, seven points of damage. Okay. He looks down at the blood, freaks the fuck out, and uh, is going to take another swing. Fuck it. That's going to be a miss. So he yeah, let's start this show outright. Jumps over. It's going to be fine. Our Yelp reviews are going to be down the toilet at this circus, man. Holy cow! <laughs> the knife. Yeah, I remember. It was great when my kids got to see the knife fight break <laughs> out in the just opening off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does feel like the deck has been stacked against us. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest, the people around you aren't happy. <laughs> How's the trick going, Professor? You still, uh, you just building uh, uh, effect? For our listening audience to remember, each round is only six seconds, so. Yeah, I like how, despite all these efforts, my intent is to uh, negate any effects of hecklers uh, by doing <laughs> Things, things that's uh, the professor's just throwing up in his hat now. At this, hope point. they have memory like goldfish. <laughs> Forget this guy. The big finale. This guy, this guy, <laughs> fucking books it out past his friend, and uh, they are hightailing it their way out of it. This guy actually gets all the way out of it. And good, did the people feel safe again? Yeah, it is clear that this, the last one, <laughs> is still trying to get out of there. Sven, are you chasing? Are you gonna? Are you gonna try to kill him? Layton, do you want to kill him? Because you... Yes, no, I'm going to get his ID to make sure he cannot buy another ticket in this town. <laughs> and what is your name? He's going on the bad boy list. <laughs> he trips him, runs after him, he trips him, he gets stabbed in the gut. Not so fast. Yeah, so he just drops his wallet behind him and keeps, keeps trucking. He's going to try to get the fuck out of there. Sven quickly pockets. <laughs> okay, so no, not looking at the idea at all. Okay, uh, Leighton, you look around at the horrified eyes uh, of people who watched you uh, try to freeze to death one of their townsfolk. You know that you've got maybe a minute to try to turn this around. What do you say? Leighton holding his hat on his head so that it won't blow yeah, off. Layton looks like he's about to combust. Layton's <laughs> in a state, y'all. Sort of turns, looks at the professor and says, A storied traveler am I. A man who you can see is in possession of immense powers of my own or perhaps someone else's control. Though, when I first met this man on stage... I saw for the first time in his eyes windows to another world that I could not imagine. Gaze not too deeply, or you may be taken within. And he then tried to like care. He tried, didn't you try to kill Barry? 
That was bear meat. I mean, he's an asshole, but... <laughs> well, there's an injury. Didn't you just try to kill bear meat? I, I would not... Uh, not a... Attempted murder is a very specific crime, actually, and in a court of law, it, you, the accusation you've made would not stand up. It was instead vested self-defense of um, my business interests with an accidental um, additional the show! And Leighton tries to just sort of like scoot away <laughs> through You can the give turn. a DC 15 no, 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 whatever. You can give me a de- deception check or a diplomacy check. Leighton doesn't lie. Okay, so it's diplomacy. 22! Alrighty, you are able to settle down the crowd with some mumbo jumbo about that not actually being this or that. It was actually not uh, that big a deal. It wasn't anything self defense, obviously. Here we go. Fucking yokels. Uh, spend contempt for the audience from Sven <laughs> again, just like Chicago storefront theater. <laughs> Layton, I imagine that you make your way up off yes. stage, uh, ultimately winding up backstage once again. Sven, if you feel like you Sven would be somewhere else, feel free to move him uh, elsewhere on the map. The Aberton ruffians have been dealt with, Professor. It was about a a, a big <laughs> forty second interruption. But still, it's been less than a minute. How do you recapture the audience's imagination? So the professor is still in, in like his pose aimed at the scarecrow, but staring at that, you know, uh, spot where the knife fight happened <laughs> to open our fun new circus. Knife fight and magical sharp water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real great time here. Uh, but the professor uh, is just a yes, 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 yes. Of course, the young man is correct. He too understands a bit. And the professor, you know, taps his nose about the uh, mysterious powers of the universe. But water is not the only element one should fear when it comes to magic, but also fire. And uh, with that. He aims the palms of his hands toward the scarecrow, and he will attempt to produce flame on command. Yep. He dramatically rolls his d20 in his hand a few times before letting it out into the little dice box next to him. My immersion! (laughs) No, not my immersion! (laughs) So that, Sam, that would be a 17 against the Scarecrow's AC. I want to put this out there ahead of time. It's it's mainly straw, Sam. The the professor didn't put any uh, leather armor on it. Yeah, it's it's it is a low AC target and you are you successfully do it. You summon flame into your hand, you throw it at the Scarecrow. Roll that intimidation check, dude. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. It is a 15. A 15. That, that's a it. 15 intimidation. Rudy, you know the DC. You, you know the DC. The DC is 15. Whoa, it is a success. Wonderful. And the audience ooze and ahs. They love it. They are back in it. You have grabbed them. That has generated one excitement. And $20 for spend. Very good. (laughs) And the professor doffs his hat and takes a bow. Thank you. Thank you. So you get off stage. 
There is some music. There are circus shenanigans happening out there. Duke comes up to you all and he goes, That was close. We almost lost them there. Who's up next? Sam, can I ask a question? Yeah. What is our anticipation and excitement about? Where are those sitting for this? Your anticipation is at 15. Of... Oh, that's, that's quite high. Shit. And your excitement right now is at one. Oh, boy. It's not great. I choose not to use my Carnival Barker ability to increase the anticipation by five. (laughs) (laughs) Leighton fades into the background. That knife fight was cool. (laughs) 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 We just take an audience member on stage and beat him to death. Any volunteers? You, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Who is next? Who is going on next? What is the next act? The professor uh, collapses into a, onto a little stool and unbuttons his ascot, uh, un, unbuttons the pin holding his ascot together and takes a swig from his flask. Whew! What a crowd, what a crowd. Invigorating, though. I think, like, Druk will stand up and be like, Mordain, you good? Are you good? Let's fucking do it, man. Let's do it. And... Uh, wants to send out Mordane along with um, the Featherfall Five. So Mordane comes over mm-hmm. and says, I am the big number. Um, I'm not performing in the warm up. That's not. <laughs> I've, I've, I, you've been here. You've been here for months. You know that I, I am sure, God rest, that Myron would have what was planning on having me as the big number. I'm not a warm-up act. I'm not part of a three-act finale. I'm going to go out solo, and I'm going to be the big number. Mordain, I, t- I totally agree. You are you are ace in the hole. Here's the thing. Uh, we just had a knife fight in the first act. We need the big guns right now to pull the audience back, and that is you, sister. It is you all night long. Let's do it! <laughs> Oh shit! Give me a give me a give me a diplomacy check. Right. Please, yes, we need the yes. big watery scandalous flat guns, Mordane. That's a two on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a critical uh, success in the new system. Is it, is it low as good now? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. even numbers <laughs> under five. And she goes, um, there was just a knife fight. I am not going out there to salvage this for you. You need to send one of these other little acts out there, and then I will go for the big number and seal it. You need to save me. I'm not a warm-up act. And sort of huffs off. Coming up behind her is either a very tall halfling or a very short man whose name is Todd <laughs> and is sort of her retainer or, you know, helper. And he, he says, uh, yeah, she's... She she can get like that sometimes, but I mean she's good. <laughs> she's real good. Like um, you know, she earned she's earned it. She's earned it. But oh gosh, man, that was rough out there. I totally. <sighs> All right, friends. I can't say I know exactly what should be happening next. But I've been keeping an eye on Mr. Tickles, and he seems pretty unfazed by all this. So I say <laughs> this might be an excellent time to send him in with Eliza. Yeah. So as you say that, Elysia comes over and holds up her anaconda and is like, 
uh, something's wrong with him. I don't know what's going on, but uh, you, you look at him, Morgan, and he has like goop on his eyes and like is clearly pretty lackluster. His scales don't have the sheen that they normally would. If you take him and examine him for a moment, you recognize that he's kind of unwell. Um, she's very concerned about him, but give me a nature or medicine check. Yeah, we're going to go in nature. Nasher. We're going to go Nasher. That's a 15. A 15? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Nicely done. You hit the DC exactly. You recognize goblin pox, which is a communicable disease among reptiles. It is not fatal. Uh, it can definitely be treated and uh, the symptoms should go away pretty shortly. If someone is trained in medicine, they might be able to help right now. But otherwise, you know and can tell Elysia right now that this isn't serious long term. So she goes, is there, is there, is there anything that like, you, you know like right now? Is there a doctor in the tent? Yeah, I mean, like, what, what's wrong? Is is he is he really sick? Is he is is he is he is he? I get two in. What's it? No, he's got a disease. The name of which I am particularly unfriendly to. <laughs> it's probably fixable if anybody is um, trained in basic medicine. Anybody? Oh dear lord, that's none of us. The animal will surely die. And the professor takes in extra large gulp of his flask. Doc, we we have like three medics. What are you talking about, man? The ranger steps forward, or the the fighter. You're trained in medicine? Yep. All right. Give it a shot. All right. That should do it. 16. 16? Mm -hmm. 16, you recognize that this case of uh, the G-pox is like kind of peaking right now, Mm -hmm. and it's going to run its course, but you're not able to alleviate the symptoms. It was a higher DC to do something right now on the fly. However, performance is still possible. She's willing to go out once you tell her that the the snake is not life or death. Great. You also know that this snake is going to, it's going to like hamper the act just a little bit with some mechanical penalties. Not devastatingly, but mm. so Elysia will head out there with her somewhat sixth snake and she goes through her act. There are several vipers in a cate and then she does a wonderful and elaborate dance with Mr. Tickles, the anaconda. And let's see. Whipping a sick snake around her. Yeah, like a boat. <laughs> I didn't realize you were still sending her Lassoing out. Lassoing the poor yeah, district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show must go on. Byron Thunder Stendhal is dead. <laughs> think a sick snake is going to stop her? Ooh. <laughs> the snake might yes. die. I do, I do think Overworked a sick snake it. is going to stop her, actually. Pete is going to hear about this. <laughs> Let's that snake's see. union is coming in hard. Yeah, just double check and make sure she doesn't have a triple digit bonus to this. Uh. She doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, she's, she goes, uh, and she gives the like tap because the snake just like refuses to coil around her neck in the way that it does. Uh, that it's supposed to, and she gives the sign to send in the clowns. Uh, do you release them? 
<laughs> well, I think it's only been about two minutes. <laughs> but I guess we send them back out with the crowd wants what the crowd wants. They're really getting their paychecks worth today. <laughs> yes, they are. Wind so them the up and send them out. So the clowns over in the clown corner come to life. <laughs> they immediately run out, grabbing all of their incredibly long sock snakes. And uh, they go running out and wrap it around her and then yank apart. And she comes spinning up, does a final presentation, and it turns her failure into a success. And you are able to generate another excitement. All right, what are our numbers at now? You've got two excitement of 15 needed. (laughs) Two out of 15? Two out of 15. What the fuck? Ah, boy. Or Myron. You got to get through the act. That's the big thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that one is done. The next one in the warm-up was the Kanbali. Was the the Featherfall Five, rather? The Kanbali family? Yeah. So, Andruk approaches them. Martin comes over to him and he says, Look at these nets. They are afraid. Someone has been sabotaging these ropes, potentially, because we checked them before every show. We checked them this morning, and they didn't look like this. I don't know what's going on. This this, this whole, this, this is, I don't know if this is, a, I don't know what's going on, but this this is crazy. I, I don't think the family can perform. Well, it's a non-union house, so you don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, let me handle this. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. You're at Profile Sorry. Circus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Doc's first response to everything is, this is fucked. <laughs> so far, he's just an utter catastrophizer. <laughs> just keeps chugging his flask, getting more and more depressed. <laughs> Listen, Father Kate. If, if you guys don't feel up for it, I totally understand. Your safety is our number one concern. But right now, I'm just trying to get through the show as Thunder would have wanted. Is there anything you can do without a net? Give me a perception check. Okay. I love the uh, idea that Myron's body is still just in I earshot know. outside of the tent. <laughs> talking about this Rigor mortis, figure. like evacuate bowels. <laughs> Our king. Oh, Fingers God. extending from beneath the sheet as they go rigid. Hey, Bob, what's that? <laughs> that is 26, do we have? 26 perception check? Absolutely. Yes. So you look really closely and you recognize that this is not a knife, right? This looks like it's been chewed in a number of places. You believe that the damage has been done by a tiny mouth, maybe an animal. Uh, and you point this out to them. And they're like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, okay, so it's good to know that they weren't you know, cut by another person or like one of the other like performers or something like that but i i don't know if we can i mean it's really dangerous to go out there i mean if we i mean like we don't fall but like if we fall like i just don't know would we be able to repair the nets there's not time if the net's not gonna do any good and y'all still want to go on maybe we just scrap the net entirely and double down on this act <laughs> <laughs> And they they look around. Give me, give me a diplomacy check. Tight. Ooh, it's a sixteen. It's a sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're like, I, uh, I, it's, it's, it's very, very dangerous. But we have been talking about doing this. Um, 
Dad, Mom, I think we got this. I'm this convinced. Is the, this happened in Batman Forever. I I think we can do this. And the father and mother At come over. At least Myron won't be lonely. <laughs> you have been practicing. And you're getting quite good at the trapeze, which is what we do. Damn it all. We're losing them out there. <laughs> so we're really not going to just I like, like the fact that, yeah, at this point, it's been like a minute of just nothing. On stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just saw the lady drag out her sick snake. And then he went off stage. <laughs> it's just silent out there. The snake's fucking dying. Yeah. Some of the calliope's playing or something during all this, I'm sure. <laughs> so you've talked them into it. This is your fault now. <laughs> you made a lot of really good points. Like, why don't you just do it? What if you just did it? <laughs> the audience has got to be stoked if they see us take the nets away before the act. Yep. Raise the anticipation by 10 points. Who wants to roll it? <laughs> Throw some tacks on the floor just for good we'll roll. What are we rolling? Acrobatics is plus eight, so I think we should do three acrobatics rolls. Wait, but if they fail, there are no nets and they die immediately. So There's no. Let's they do don't have an injury trait. They don't have an injury trait. They die in theory, but there's five magical characters. Are here. you trying you to, tell me to do something about they it? They don't gain an injury trait by not having nets under them on the trapeze. Will I don't fucking know, man. I don't know <laughs> what the rules of the game are. We got told what the, what these people do. Sam, can we run underneath them and try to catch them? They do gain the injury trait, but the injury trait is only on a critical failure. But we've right, already well, used our, our clowns for this. So you it's did. Not. You did already use the clowns. Fuck Eugene it. has stabilized, prepped, and ready to cast. <laughs> uh, Hang on. No. Can we use the rest of her act, of Elysia's actions? Because she only rolled once, right? right? She rolled once. She and then called in the clowns. clowns, and that was her second action. What do you want her to do? Try again, because we're going to get fucking hammered by this 15 anticipation if we don't get some goddamn excitement going. Okie dokie. She'll try again with her sick snake. Remember, if she critically fails, you lose excitement. And the snake. But we'll see what happens. Which dice do you guys want me to use? The one that's going to roll a 20. (laughs) A a good one? Just roll two and take the higher one. (laughs) All right, I'm trying this one. It's colorful. Oh no, that's a three. Um, <laughs> it is worth mentioning too that Sven has five hit points. As well. <laughs> Sven was beaten with an inch of his life out there. Sven, press stabilize. Well, I, I didn't say it was a very good circus. <laughs> this town is dog shit. Uh, yeah, so that was another nature check at a cumulative plus zero. That's a critical failure. You lose to excitement. <laughs> Very cool. So glad Very we left cool. for this circus. Sure, my rights were stripped away at the old one, but at least I wasn't broke. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of pressure. The guy died right before you guys went on. I mean, there's no. Yeah, he, that's got to throw. You can't make this shit up. Sam, you literally made this shit up. <laughs> it's the way this works. Uh, we're all making it up all the time. This is <laughs> difficult. 
So anyway, you're going to send the Kimbal- the Featherfall 5 out there with no net, and uh, I don't think I should roll. Uh, my dice are ice cold. They can't stay ice cold, right? <laughs> I'll take the first one. Have they, have they already gone, Sam? No. So the Kimbali, uh, the Featherfall 5, go trotting out, and they dexterously climb up to the top of their pole in the middle of the ring. They unhook. They're trapeze full. They they blindfold themselves. (laughs) Each of them dunks their hands in Vaseline and blindfolds themselves. Flips off the crowd and swan dive. (laughs) (laughs) Like this sitting cross-legged on the dirt, reading through his partially drafted workers' comp policy as the first one takes their lead. Already full. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, everyone get into the center ring and hold your sword straight up in the air. Uh, what'd you roll, Cole? It's a natural three for a total of an 11. All righty, just a failure, not a critical fail. That's great. Uh, awesome. What a <laughs> The first one hits blessing. the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't hit the ground. They just don't quite do it. They clearly fumble the trick. As they swing from uh, from rope to rope, a critical failure is going to result in them flying to the, <laughs> up to the ground. So, in any case, do you want to roll again at the minus five penalty? Obviously, minus four. Trick is agile. Trick is agile. Minus four. Trick is agile. Minus four. Would anyone else like to roll, or do you want me to kill these people? Well, I'll try. Yeah, let's go do for it, Rudy. We need. Right, a everything is DC fifteen. Oh Lord. And Rudy, they have a cumulative plus four here. That is a 15. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. And because it is so, so dangerous and clearly scary, you actually do generate three extra excitement. Hype. Let's go. So that's Get four back all back. day. Three out of 15, baby. All <laughs> They're loving it. Day. Have them go again. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. It's, it's working. <laughs> uh, I, they, would not, they would not continue to, they would not try that trick again. They realized they're shaky and they got lucky on that one. <laughs> they just one, off one angrily. of those like, ribbon tumbles and it just cinches around their waist. <laughs> 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 Spitting <laughs> curses under the breath. <laughs> We're gonna uh, talk about this after the show. <laughs> just because Myron's dead doesn't mean we. Hey guys, that was not all right. Okay, uh, something really not cool just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so they come off, and now you get to do the big center number. What's it gonna be? So they come off stage and they are like kind of afraid. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! But this is—is this the big center number of the whole thing, or just of Act One? No, this is Act. That was the end of Act Two. You are now into Act Three. This is the big performance. This is the fourth trick of the night. Bring out the gun and the lame horse. I just thought that I just thought that I just thought that was on theme for our circus thus far. Rudy also took notes at the last gathering of the Juggalos about what the biggest crowd pleasers were there. Oh, Lord. 
Just putting, Which brave just, little boy from the audience dares take its life? <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. <laughs> Mortain, can you... You're all wrapping up. Let's wrap this one up, please. Okay, let's see if we can get the big performance out there. Uh, so, Mordane <laughs> says, Hod, you know what to do. And she climbs up onto the back of a wagon that has a full 10 foot by 8 foot by 8 foot dunk tank. She begins to assemble the chains around her. Hod begins to pull this enormously heavy cut wagon with a dunk tank full of water on it out into the center ring. And he goes up, he begins tightening the chains around her, invites an audience member up to try to yank on the chains to see if they're good. Audience member confirms that the locks are real, etc., etc. And into the water she goes. Now, this does have the injury trait. <laughs> oh no. In fact, it's the only trait that it has. <laughs> but I think at this point, we're kind of seeing this as a win win. Yeah. Know? So long as everyone makes it alive, I think. <laughs> I, I can't imagine anyone in the audience has who has seen this much already is at the point of being like, I, the only thing I need to do is come back next week. <laughs> like, like anybody who has seen all this is just like telling everyone they know about the wildest fucking shit they've ever seen. <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> that show is wild it's like a snuff film on stage it's wild. all right who's 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 rolling the first thing that's coming up is a fortitude save Ooh, that's uh, uh, do i get to use her my own character's plus number eight. sam plus eight for fortitude save plus yeah, eight. I'll roll it cool all right Oh, it's a three on the die. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> yeah. So she goes into the water and uh, in order to like, she knows that she really needs to like make this shit happen. Wallows the key. <laughs> she immediately is like, I'm going to stay down here for a while. So she pretends to start struggling with it and then like didn't take a deep enough breath while she was under and actually starts getting a little afraid. That was a failure on the fortitude save, not a critical failure. Uh, Leighton ushers the clowns out for Act <laughs> yeah. to give her cover to loosen it up a little bit. Okay. Oh, so man. You're, you're doing that as one of the actions. Can I get a thievery check from Mordain as well? Here we go. <laughs> no, stop it. A That's ten. a five on the die. Fucking the up. bubbles uh, brim to the top of the tank and she realizes <laughs> that the key that she had palmed earlier slipped out. Clearly, but panicked. the clowns are making such a ruckus, no one notices. So and that's the end of more day. In this, in this, in this, the clowns from the clown corner sort of come to life again. They all pick up sledgehammers and they go running out to the center ring and then <laughs> and they shatter the dunk tank. Mordane comes rolling up and normally she would have tried to get the locks unlocked. She wasn't able to, but the clowns have the key. And they are able to sneak in, unlock it, and as Mordain rolls up, despite failing both the thievery and the fortitude save, oh. the chains fall off her, <laughs> and you are able to generate 
to <laughs> excitement. Well, the show was went... cool, but it looks like no one had ever trained for it. <laughs> <laughs> the clowns, the clowns were amazing. So lifelike. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. They earned their sawdust dinner. All right, so that was the big <laughs> performance. <laughs> Clearly a botch job. That's As she comes walking off. Bring it on home. Leighton, also soaked with water, turns to her and says, Ah, yes, you are in fact the star of the show. <laughs> she says, You know nothing, wet man. And walk past <laughs> Lost a lot of oxygen in there. And I'll let it slide. <laughs> she passes out. Uh, kind of the pot calling the kettle black at this point. <laughs> so that was the big performance. You now have three more acts to get through. Um, God damn it. I just, just want to reiterate that that was your big performance. <laughs> just one more time. I'd like to reiterate that. The crowd is hyped. Big performance. They are. They're. They are pretty excited. How much anticipation are they rocking? Like a thousand? There is rocking six excitement. I'd be having a good time. That's despite great. all of the antics, you have not yet lived up to their expectations. <laughs> so Duke comes up to me and says, "Some of this hasn't gone exactly according to plan." Yeah, we know that, old man. Okay, I'm people not don't trying to be critical, but I feeling think a little critical. You out there? I think it's important. That we begin to generate. I swear to God, old man, I will send you out on those stage right now. (laughs) I certainly couldn't do much worse. I mean, frankly, but I'm not here to to, to, to argue. I just want to know what's the plan moving forward. Does it sound to anyone else like he wants to get up on the trapeze next? Because that's what I'm hearing right now. (laughs) Someone stuff Duke into the cannon. Duke, 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 Duke. What's next? Eugene, brother, you ready? Oh, I'm golden, but I don't know if Oscar's all right. <laughs> Everyone looks over at Oscar. Oscar <laughs> is eating an apple with two paws really adorably. <laughs> Seems fine. Oh, that's adorable. No, well, no one can tell us other than you. What do you say? I guess if we gotta. Sweet. Dwarf throwers, you ready? <laughs> um... So, yeah, and you look up, and right next to the clown corner, uh, the dwarven throwers all <laughs> pop their heads up over a rail, and Clem, Glem, Pem, Dem, Swem, Fem, and Brem all say in unison, Oi. <laughs> Killer. Let's bring it home, boys. Pem comes up and is like, Are you going to be the last one who's joining us here? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. All right, sounds good. So it's going to be uh, us, uh, him, and uh, it sounds like it's also going to be the young man with the bear. I'm pretty sure that's what we just talked about, yeah. All right, yep, just making <laughs> sure. We I'd kind of tuned out for a little bit there. There's been a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I noticed. Try to keep your head in yeah, the game. Absolutely. Okay, that's about as much outside interaction as I can do. Uh, Clem, tap in. Another identical dwarf <laughs> comes up and he says, all right, cool. So it sounds like it's going to be uh, us. It's going to be you. And it's going to be the young man with the bear. Yeah. Killer. That's right. We already yeah. confirmed that. All right. Sounds good. Oh, boy. Lots been going on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the dwarves are only capable of limited outer species interaction. <laughs> what the fuck? We spend fuck? a lot of time together. Uh, <laughs> 
the homeschooled kids a circus. <laughs> they just sit and huddle in the corner and talk about themselves. Oh my god. A group of cousins is very weird. Yep. Absolutely. Clem? Yes, Clem. Let's go. Get Pem. All right. Here we go. Clem, you're on. I can never tell the difference between Pen and Clem. <laughs> that doesn't seem appropriate. They send pup, 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 and they uh, head out into the center ring. Andruk, you are going to be in the eastern ring, and the western ring is going to be occupied by brr, your friend and mine, Eugene and Oscar. Why don't we start there, Eugene and Oscar? What happens? How do you get out there? What's your trick look like? All right. So Eugene's going to walk to the center and by himself first with um, Oscar waiting in the wings. And he's going to stand in the middle and go, all right, folks, some of you might have heard tales of folks who know how to hunt bears. But have you ever seen someone who can wrestle a bear? And then he's going to, like, look to Oscar. And they all go, a little no! Bit. <laughs> Waits for a response. <laughs> please, please answer me when I speak to oh, you. Oh, that was a real question. He's asking them, oh. And then he's going to look at Oscar and be like, all right, Oscar, let's get it on. <laughs> Just punches right in the face. And Oscar is going to start running at um, Eugene. <laughs> Still roll that nature check. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> oh my god. Husker makes um, ribbons. Uh, <laughs> so it's a five on the die. <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that puts me at a twelve. <laughs> yeah, so Eugene failure. comes running at you, but just like goes straight Oscar, past. Yeah. Oscar, sorry, Oscar <laughs> runs straight at Eugene, but barrels straight past, missing him entirely. Cool. So this is going to frustrate Eugene for sure. And Eugene's going to be like, Oscar, I don't care what's going on in your head today. It's time to show up. <laughs> and then he's going to roll another nature check at a penalty. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's another five on the die. <laughs> Oscar, you dumb fucking bear. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I get to try. I could try this one more time, right? Yeah. And he's going to be like, okay, Oscar. I know Thunder's dead. And I know that that hurts you. More than I'll probably even ever know. But just for everybody under the tent, could you please just choke me? (laughs) And then he's going to roll a third check. Okay. That's an 18 on the die. I have... Ben. So here's the thing. I'm at a plus eight, seven, and then eight. Yeah, plus the one for the skill. So that's That's a success. Oh, barely. Oscar just crushes his win. Yeah, right. Because it'd be because that'd be twenty six, and then minus ten, so sixteen. So it is a success. Wow. Hell yeah. Holy hell. So then, Oscar will charge at (laughs) Eugene, tackle him. And put both of his paws around, like, Eugene's uh, neck. But not in, like, an actual choke choke. They're more just, like, 
on top of him on his shoulder slash neck, but it kind of looks like he's choking him from a distance. And Eugene's going to sell it. <laughs> like how that's the, how the act ends too. It's not over. It's not over. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give the, you the tent goes silent. Just the gurgling sounds of Eugene. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one more action <laughs> I for to this get away. reflex save at your full bonus. You gotta roll the save. Hang on. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is a DC 12 check. Okay, it's a nine on the die, and then plus five, so 14. <gasps> Wow. And you get it. You get it. Excellent. Tight. Well and done. Another excitement. As he gets off the bear, like, you know, like, struggling <laughs> through. He's like, oh, not like that. Uh, he's going to be like, thank you, Oscar. I really appreciate it. You're such a good, you're such a good scene partner. <laughs> Moving over into the Dwarven Throwers uh, center <laughs> ring. We see the dwarven throwers just start climbing all over each other and just kind of like exploding. It's just a fountain of dwarf meat. Just whew. they remind me of those heads in the uh, those spooky heads from Spirited Away that like stack on top of each other and then turn oi. into other shit. Yes, that's really the image I'm getting here. That's very very accurate. So they're going to try their athletics check here. First athletics check coming through. That is a natural 20. Wow. Hey. No, it, that increases anticipation. <laughs> yeah, the, this is the finale. So we're hand-waving anticipation right now. They do- Surely something in the third act is gonna top all of this. <laughs> yeah, this is a natural 20. I'm gonna say that with that 20, it means that nothing bad is going to happen right now. So the anticipation is locked in at 15. They generate two excitement. And they're feeling themselves and they're gonna swing for another one. This is at oh a boy. plus five. All we need is a double digit. That's a 15 on the die nice. for 20 okay. all day. They generate another excitement. You're at 11 excitement. Yes. store. Okay, I think we should have them hold their last action for a potential clowns for Andrak, if we're allowed to do that. They're flipping and flying around. These doors are going absolutely ham nana. <laughs> Alrighty, Andruk is in the final ring. What does Andruk's trick look like? Andruk walks up to the center of his ring and says, Ladies, gentlemen, and gentlefolk, how are we doing tonight? And he's going to hold a big smile. And everyone goes... Great! We're doing pretty good. Except for these two people in the front row who say, this is absolutely, without a doubt, the worst show I've ever seen. You're killing townspeople, basically. You're being mean to animals. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> that most of these tricks have gone wrong. Well, you're right there. But anyway, that's my opinion. My <laughs> name is Andruk, and I am a member of the Brotherhood of Holy Spirits, an order of devout pilgrims devoted to our busy and boisterous god, Caden Kayleen. We travel the world to do two things, provide strength to the weak and a voice to the marginalized, and to see glory and glorious celebration at all times. I'm here tonight to do to both of those things but particularly the second one. So, before we get started, I want to provide a quick content warning. I want to be showing off quite a bit, both with alcohol and with weapons. If both or one of those things can be triggering to you, please be able to check out for a minute or 
Go visit Eugene's fantastic petting zoo outside. It's wonderful. He has the softest sheep. I am tremendously proud of my brotherhood and particularly our secret sacramental liquor brewed from a secret blend of herbs and spices from around the world. We call it K-Lort. <laughs> I happen to have some here to show you. It's got an extraordinary green color. And Druk reaches for an invisible flask at his hip, but um, finds it's missing. Um, he goes, ah, you know, I think I may have left it up in the rafters. So a smile crosses his face and he, uh, he says, that shouldn't be a problem. He takes out um, a table and he sets it in the exact center of his ring and takes out a little glass, sets it in the center of the table and puts a little um, metal tray on top of the glass with holes in it and a little sugar cube on top. He then takes out his bow, knocks an arrow, points it straight up at the ceiling. And that's when I think the audience might notice that there is a, um, a flask up on, like, like tied to one of the rafters. Um, so he takes care- careful aim at the flask and shoots an arrow at it. So it's going to be an attack roll. Alrighty. Please, 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 please. DC 15. DC 15. Meanwhile, Sven is just going to walk over and stand next to the two hecklers, just kind of like when you were bad in class or like on a field trip or whatever. And the teacher like didn't want to make a scene out of it, but would come stand next to you and your friend as you were cracking wise at the, at the presentation, just really making his presence known. I would know that, what that's like. Hit a seven plus nine is 16. Yes. Um, so just nailed it. Get it well. So the arrow punctures the flask, and I'm, I'm envisioning a steady stream of green liquor, like dripping down and filling the glass. Druk like takes up the glass and like takes a sip and says, "Now, Kalor is best served thoroughly decanted and passed through a cube of sugar to activate its most subtle qualities. But I think this one needs a little bit of lime." She's so gonna set the the glass back down, take out a lime, throw it up in the air, and then like a like skeet shooting, try to shoot another arrow at it. Alrighty. At minus five. Minus four, I believe, because you're agile, aren't you? Minus four, because I'm doing agile, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a five. It's not going to hit. <clears throat> but can we send in the clowns? We can send in the clowns. <laughs> so we send in you the clowns. You liked them a bunch already. So, so I think, I think what, what, what he's going to say is, uh, did anyone manage to catch that one? And uh, and, he, and I think the clowns are going to come out juggling um, limes, and one of the limes has an arrow already stuck through it. Yes, that's absolutely what yeah. happens. The, the clowns come out juggling the limes. He grabs one with the arrow, strikes it, struck through it, squeezes it into the cocktail, and uh, and then he's going to look at the um, look at the crowd and say, "Friends, for everything there is a season, a time to grow, and a time to work, and a time to relax." But when it is time to party, remember what Brother Duke told you. You must party hard. Slancha. And he takes it, downs the drink in one. Fuck yeah. Excellent. Well done. Excellent. Excellent. As you finish up and as the clowns come out, they run close to the audience. This guy puts a foot out to trip one of them. The clown deftly jumps over it. But then he steps up and he goes, this was Bullshit! Somebody sitting next to him goes, I had a nice time. And he just turns around and slaps him in the face. Sven, what do you do? Uh, so the, the guy who said that he liked the circus slapped the one or vice versa? Vice versa. Oh, that will not sit here. Only I do the <laughs> violence against the patrons. <laughs> uh, and goes to, uh, to trip 
<laughs> the, the, the puncher. Mm-hmm. Tripping the puncher. I hope you hit your teeth. Roll for initiative. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievably dog shit rolls across the board. I want to write like an academic study on this night. How could this have happened? I just can't believe how many times I've rolled exactly five. <laughs> I also rolled five twice. I don't know what happened. I rolled three three times. Yeah, I've rolled three once. <laughs> I've rolled three a couple times and a bunch of fives. Alrighty. Leighton, we're taking you out of this initiative order. Sven, are you a seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <clears throat> Jaylene turns around, sees you coming at him with the cane, and you see just a look come through his eyes, and he just is clearly seeing red. He's entered a drunken rage. He then turns <laughs> to you. To you fucking die. Takes a step. <laughs> and nothing makes me angry like the fucking circus. <laughs> <laughs> turns into that Rolling Stones concert with the Hell's Angels running security. entertain me. It's Woodstock too long. And he takes a big old swing with his fist. That is a natural one. It is a miss. He just goes completely around. I'm going to say that he loses his second action because of that. The other one stands up as he does so. He looks to his right. Uh, The person who just got slapped has their hand up to their face and they also dropped a cane. He scoops it up as a single action and then strikes out with it as his second action that is going to be another natural one so despite the bonuses he gets for that shit uh he misses he then is gonna kick out with a foot that is a third natural one i can uh that's insane that is a third natural one that's terrifying uh sven it is your turn you idiot, I'm trying to help you. And I'm going <laughs> to strike out at the one who just got hit. Um, at a non-lethal? Uh, yeah, but that's going to be uh, an 11. Uh, an 11 to hit is a miss. Yup. Um, uh, he's going to he's gonna take another swing, I guess, at the one who, who, who was the puncher. Uh-huh. <laughs> battering these two poor people you're gonna want to you're gonna want double digits on the on the die i think for this yeah um but probably not gonna be enough because uh, if i um let's see that's gonna be uh an eight an eight is another miss <laughs> for sure uh next up uh it's back up to the top this guy's gonna take a big haymaker swing at you that is gonna hit that is a 20 oh that is a 20 to hit and uh he is going to deal that is going to be five points of non-lethal damage (laughs) spin drops (laughs) (laughs) and the audience loses their minds oh my god the big guy just went down the big guy just went down um andrew what are you gonna do Wait, am I close enough to do anything or no? <laughs> yeah, you can get involved. Um, because I had, I, 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 had preps, right, I so I prep stabilize. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, cast stabilize. It's <laughs> like a spell. prison. The ride. range is almost certainly not enough to get there, but you can start moving. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go stabilize him like with my 
with my medical training. Oh, do it. Never mind. <laughs> Can I try to buy Andruk some room here, Sam? Yes. Though, uh, how long does stabilizing take with a medicine kit? Let me look. Great question, Sam. I'm going to do this regardless. Can I jump in while they mm-hmm. look yes. that up? So, Leighton, aware of the fact that he has now seen in exactly the way he never likes to be seen, stays hidden behind the curtains, um, but looks out and just says, <sighs> It's just so difficult to make people act civilly these days, turning to look at the professor. But one must always try. Um, and extends his hands, and a blast of wind goes firing across. Um, and I need a fortitude save from the guy to Andruk's north. That is going to be uh, above 20. He is going to be totally fine. And Leighton <laughs> turns back and says, or not and so sits the, back down this wind whips through and like all of a sudden like you know this they see this guy like have to brace himself through uh what are people doing oh and also sven is not dying he's just unconscious right i don't think he's dying one because he didn't take he took non-lethal damage so it's a it's a different track right now so sven is going to be okay he's just going to have some bumps on his noggin but these two brawlers are now starting to pick fights with the people next to him. And the guy who's in front of Andruk is going to take a swing here. That is going to be a 22 to hit. It's a hit. That is going to be five points of damage. Okay. This guy's going to... Riot breaks out. <laughs> Brawl between the performers and audience. Rovo here is going to swing down on a move action. You see him get super pissed off too. Lights go out, basically. He's going to swing with his fist. That is going to be a 16 to hit. It's a miss. 16 is a miss. Right, smashing. Uh, 16 is a miss. He's going to swing one more time. That is 18 to hit. That's a hit. That is a hit. All righty. We're going to do some Damboni. That is going to be max damage. That is eight points of non-lethal damage. I'm All right. <laughs> Next up, it's kind of up for grabs. Can I'm going to move. Pick up, okay. Pick up. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Morgan. I just want to move as close as I can get, Sam. Yeah. You know your speed, and you got three yeah, actions so. to move. Yeah. So I'll do that. You can go ahead, Will. Uh, can Druk pick up Sven's gaff? Mm-hmm. And what weapon was that? Like, is there an actual something called a gaff? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Sweet. Yeah, it's in there. All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to hit the guy to the north of me. The guy to the north of you? Alrighty. It's going to be a miss. Unless it 11 hits. 11 doesn't hit. Um, And I'll swing again for my last swing, action. Swing again. Uh... I, I just rolled two more fives. I just want to point out. This is bad. <laughs> creepy. It's, it's, I mean, it just um, makes sense, right? Everybody's off their game because Myron just died. Yeah. And now we're going to be dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. And for you, Leighton, are you staying backstage? Leighton, yeah, is too embarrassed to go in front of the town <laughs> because his his curse state is now in its moderate form, which Mm -hmm. is pretty extreme uh, in a small town. So he's going to turn to Claude and say, Claude, if you would kindly intervene, I would appreciate it. Sam, can I have control of Claude, please? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I need to roll a nature check, which I will do. Ah, 22. So Claude is going to get two actions um, on this turn, and he is going to use them to bust out his gallop ability. So I'm going to take 100 feet of movement with Claude, and he's going to come bursting out there. And he looks very upset. (laughs) Can he do non-lethal damage? He can do whatever the fuck he wants to do because he's the most majestic beast that has ever graced Galarian's surface. I will find out if he can do non-lethal damage. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to bring us back to the top of the order. These dudes still look pissed. They haven't been touched. And that's where we're calling it. They hate the circus. (laughs) (laughs) These guys hate the circus. Get away from these circus. These guys hate the circus. They're usurping our circus. Circus.